fabradiointernational.com. Somewhere in space, this may all be happening right now. An adventure unlike anything on your planet. The story of a boy, a boy, and a universe. A big, sprawling space saga of rebellion and romance. It's a spectacle, light years ahead of its time. It's an epic of heroes. And villains. And aliens from a thousand worlds. A billion years in the making. Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International. And welcome to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International with me, Mike Royce, and Martin Unsworth. Hello. We're the editors of the world's longest running magazine of sci fi, horror, fantasy, or as we've recently rebranded, cult entertainment. Yeah, you're well brought back. I know. Do you know I'll give you a secret now? We'll let you in on it. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're periscoping now. I online. figured that as much because you started getting very professional. Oh, that is harsh. <laughs> How professional do you want? Last week, we forgot to review the movie that the entire show was about. Shh, no one noticed. Yes, they did. I know they I, did. Quite a few people <laughs> noticed because they were waiting for the review and the review did not occur. No. Which is just, well, a bit half, shit, really, half isn't of the it? course, really. Um, and somebody's already said hello from Houston, Texas. Hello. So that's good. So this week, we've got, uh, we've got this on. I'm only going to keep it on for a little bit. I might, I might come back. On, I don't know. Yeah, what do you reckon? And we might go live on Starburst. Oh, Starburst got a periscope as well. Yeah. The problem is, I've got addicted to it, and it's all Shauna's fault. Yeah, anyone who's been listening to this show for a long time knows that Shauna's into the weird and wonderful stuff, and she got into this and she then threw showed... the hand grenade in. Yep, and, and just wandered off. It's been it's been a nightmare ever since, and it's and and it upset Phil this afternoon. It Phil did. Perry, our media guy, yeah. he didn't like me putting a show on that was called the what was it the amazing Phil Perry yeah, yeah. live from Manchester or whatever and yeah. um, yesterday but, I got I got told off because I put it in a private business meeting yeah is it inappropriate is it, I don't know is it is it inappropriate though why have this amazing app if you can't use it true like we're doing now we, we, this is alright yeah there's nothing wrong with this is it yeah so well, you can see what's going on you, yeah this is pointing at me it's, I'm going to turn it round after no you, all you'll see then is that desk oh yeah see, see it's good because you can actually see the uh, radio station insignia on there so yeah. anybody who's, who's not aware of what, what Periscope is you need to if you've got your phone now download the app now yeah. and then if you look for me at Jordan M. Royce you can you can watch this stuff going on ish yeah oh, I don't know what's going to go on but let's put it this way when I'm having a go at, I can bring my uh, despair and hatred of Ben Kingsley to a wider audience yeah and if Ben Kingsley starts watching you, 
He can oh, we in. can have, we can go do it, go get at it direct, can't we? Yeah. Anyway, we'll we're sending your hearts. Yeah. Well, we're in Manchester, the UK. So there you go. Anybody that's watching on Postcard, so we've got we're going out on the radio station where you can actually uh, get us on podcast a few days later on iTunes. And now they, they we're on this channel. We're, we're taking over the world yeah. from this little bunker little multimedia from the yeah, TARDIS no, from, from this it is actually a TARDIS by the way and when we go on break I might actually show you the outside of the uh, studio yeah, room good idea. if yeah. anybody's not seen it we actually broadcast from a TARDIS a Doctor Who TARDIS this what, is actually what the you... first time people officially seen you oh I never thought of that oh yeah, I'm going to put that mask on again. Yeah. Oh no, I can hide behind the microphone. Yeah, you should there have you had go. the uh, the magneto mask. On. Oh, go on, I'll go. I'm going to get it on the break. Yeah, I have actually got a magneto helmet. You know, out of the X Men. Mm. Don't know what that says about me, really. He, po- I think, he I polishes think more, his helmet. Listen, quite I often. think more people have got them than you uh, than you actually think. So yes, if you're new to the show, I haven't done that for a bit, have I? Because no. I, I, I'm just assuming. Oh, Mike Nito. Ah, that's cool. <laughs> Sean is on form today. Oh, isn't she? She's on fire sure. today. She's 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 on she's fire. Stalking you. Yeah, I know. It's I don't know what. I, she's good though. She's bailing me out. Well, she did the Phil Periscope. Oh, that was really funny. Mine was good on Sunday though. I I did a little show from uh, Nando's, and it was called the Perry Periscope. <laughs> oh, excellent. Yeah. See, what can I say? Anyway, oh, the ear jokes are wasted on the cat. You see, she's saying. Oh. So there we have it. Anyway, we've got a lot to go through tonight, and we are. If you're not familiar with the magazine we're the world's longest running magazine of cult entertainment around since 1977 we broke Star Wars in the UK and we have a long history of uh, covering anything to do with heightened reality fantasy sci-fi horror anything like that and Uh, and, films TV books comics games yeah print edition other things as well the print edition does very well we uh, we, uh, me being a visionary I'm trying to build a circulation in the middle of a digital revolution which is is exactly what you want to be doing you know the salmon approach to uh, life yeah and we're going against the street yeah exactly Um, so We'll get all the rest of the stuff out of the way. See, people now know I'm reading off some yeah, bits it's and bobs scripted. now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we've um, this week we're going to try to review Jurassic World. Where should we, shall we do it? Uh, like on the hour, so yeah. that we don't leave it to the end and and like forget. Yeah. Like professional radio presenters are not supposed to do anyway, but we did. Yeah. But yeah. yeah but they they, they rehearsed everything. So. How could we forget that? It was the we whole point one, of last we had that week's great show. Question though, didn't we? Which one? About the uh, the films that influenced us. Oh well, there you go. You got an education then. Yeah. You lot. And we anyway. got carried away with that. And that Indeed. Right. Well, we want you to take part in the show, so you can just uh, email in at studio at fabradiointernational.com uh, or you can go on Twitter, which is fab uh, oh no, good god starburst, starburst underscore mag. mag yeah there because you go because I don't have access to that yeah yet. see I'm getting flustered because there's more than one way of communicating yep. with us now. Oh, you can oh. go on periscope and send him some hearts yeah there you go look for either starburst magazine or look for Jordan M Royce and you can see some of what's going on in here we'll live. be, we'll be popping n- and out on it mm. not had that much abuse to be honest which is great uh, it's still early though, isn't oh it? it is early talking about abuse guess what finished on Tuesday go on the last of my hate mail subsided from Leicester. Did it? Oh. Yes, it did. Somebody reshared that post at some point and it started again. Right. I didn't know that could happen either. Yeah. No, I, I thought once you'd locked it down. It's... Well, I didn't lock it down, did I? Because the original post is global. Yeah, but you can you can change that. 
Oh, for God's sake. Why didn't you tell what, me that last what, week? I thought that's what you did. I was asking you this last week and, you, and it's still gone out now. Oh, God. And it has caused, yeah, it has caused problems. Do you know what got me, though? One of them. One, you know how there's always one that really pisses me off, yeah, out of them? Just, just one. The usual sort of, um, he wears a suit even for the beach. That's, that's Katie saying something there. That's yeah, um, true, though, isn't it? Uh, but if she knew how hot it is in this studio, and I'm still got the tie on, what yep. can I say? Um, got to keep your standards up. Yep. But I'm just saying the the this um, what was I saying? Yeah, about the, uh, the oh yeah, one yeah, of the, the one of the guys, one of the death threat things. Yeah. Well, this one the death threat. He was just being a bit of an ass. One of them said, uh, "You want to watch your back if you come down back back down Leicester." Yeah, literally. You want to get your head examined if you go back down. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear me. You're on the radio, you may as well be naked. Yeah, but I'm not, though, I'm, I'm on Periscope, so you can see me now. Yeah. That's th- this is the problem. Uh, that's, some, that's somebody on Periscope saying that's that. That's every other week we're naked. Yeah, so. now, the, the, bit, the bit that got me, this guy, actually, this is what he said. He said, snidey people like you in the comments are the reason why Leicester is... is, is uh, the reason why Leicester, no one wants to go to Leicester. That's what he said. Yeah, snidey comments like you and people like you are the reason no one go- wants to go to Leicester. Yeah, I want to clear that up, actually. Yeah, I can imagine right. what you're going to yeah. say. Yeah, you know exactly what mm. I'm going to say. Yeah, the Leicester is it's the, the reason. reason that nobody <laughs> wants to go to Leicester. It's, believe me, there's nothing I could do. If I wanted to make it my life mission tonight to get as many people to visit Leicester as possible, all I'd get is hate mail from people who had actually been on my recommendation yeah. and gone, that was the worst experience of my life. Thank you very much, Mike. That was brilliant. Yeah. I'm going to break your legs. Yeah. I wouldn't go to Leicester if you were there. Oh, that's nice. You see, see the abuse has started. Now. Oh yeah, yeah, you've asked for it though. You need to fit some aircon in the in the studio. Yes, we 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 need aircon. I d- actually just want drinks. <laughs> where's our Where's our Debbie McGee with the drinks? She's <laughs> going to turn up. Do you think she'll get annoyed if she finds out I've been calling her that? I think she will. She will. You know. Yeah. What's this story about Debbie McGee and that dog? I don't know. I don't know. It is. It's about uh, uh, having sex with a, an Alsatian, not an Alsatian, another sort of dog. Um, and for those in America, Debbie McGee is the assistant of Paul Daniels, who's sort of like our really rubbish version of of, of David your, Copperfield. Of David Copperfield, yeah. Uh, David Copperfield's wife is is worth one. Um, Paul Daniels' wife, not quite so much. It's worth half penny. Indeed. Oh, she's all right, actually, for, for, her, for her age, I suppose. That's my cue to go, Katie's saying. Ah, oh, no, I'm de- we're not talking about anything like that. We're not being rude. We're, we're not going to de- show we're you the being, video. Uh, we're not being disrespectful to anybody other than Ben Kingsley, but he's, yep. he's used to that anyway. So what time is it? It is 20 past nine. Okay. Because, you know, with this postcard on, I am going, I can't wonder what time it is now. There's and a that- clock up there. Oh, shit, there is. Okay, I'll take that back. There's a clock up there. I'll look at that <laughs> instead of my phone. You get into your bad habits, don't you? What we're going to deal with this week, yeah, Hannibal's been cancelled, so we're going to talk about that. We're going to review the film that we should have reviewed last week and forgot, um, and there's lots of other stuff to talk about. And Kick-Ass isn't as dead as you think, that film series. And also, yeah, there's uh, the Heroes Pantheon. Have we got any more? We've got, we've got three... Right, we're going to deal with them later. Heroes Pantheon, all you've got to do is give us a review on iTunes. It's got to be five stars. It's got to be good. Yep. Yep. And you enter the annals. The the annals. (laughs) I was being good. Okay, I like it. (laughs) So, 
and 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 you know we we can talk about the the issues going down well isn't it it is it is it's going really well let's let's do that first okay then. because you've mentioned that we just happen to have a magazine we do have a magazine which is the yes. longest running magazine of cult entertainment absolutely we do uh it went on sale last week it did it's terminator arnold schwarzenegger there's a bit of everything in there jaws is in there okay fantastic fours in there how do you fit all that in one mag? I know, that's it, what you're it, wondering. It, it's a, a real struggle slamming it all in. But You're not supposed to say stuff like that anymore. I you know, got in trouble. I know. The innuendo. Actually, come on, you've got to do a bit of it. No. No, you have. Last week was terrible. I actually heard it back, and I yeah. uh, I tried at least 25 times. I know. And even that's a, a bit of innuendo, if you see what I mean. Yeah, you, could you have were even, nudging it in you all could have, you could have, um You could have roasted to but the I was, occasion. I, I was very good, wasn't I? Yeah, you were all right, actually. Yeah. I thought, but, yeah, considering. But, but how lacklustre did it sound? Because um, I wasn't being smutty. No, you got to pull. you got to... Yeah, let's have a bit. I think you should have an allowance. That's what it should have. You're allowed, like, ten of them or something. Yeah. Yeah, just try and keep We'll have count. to negotiate with Rippers. And yeah, we will. Try and get you know, it up to 11. I'd love to. I'm going to do a recording of him when he's on and he's being rude. Play it back <laughs> to him. Say so tomorrow we've got I've got a horrendous. I'm on the Mancunian candidates every week with him, and we go out on Rhino uh, FM in in uh, Florida, St. Petersburg, and yeah, it's it's going to be a rough one tomorrow because it's gun control again, yep. and there's been all that going on. They so, seem to sort of like just play into your hands, don't they? Oh yeah, well, what a massacre every two weeks. Yeah, it, yep. it's it kind of helps out when uh, we're taking a sort of stance of oh we don't do it here in the UK, and we no one's been shot that I know. No. So there you go. So anyway, we've got a magazine. Yes, it's indeed. in all the good shops and a few bad ones, mm. and it's it's selling really well. I'm glad, I'm glad to hear it. It's, you, it's sold out in in our local shop. Yeah, around the, the corner. Our, for our me. one around the corner. It's yeah. just sold out within days. Yeah, indeed. Amazing. So we're going to go and um, we're going we're going to yeah we're going to hopefully take over the world at some stage. Yeah, everyone will be reading us. Yeah, we're going to be the new yeah. magnets. Absolutely. Gotta say, we're a lot better than uh, you know. How it's deeply unprofessional to slag off other magazines or publications, but we're so much better than SFX. Yeah, and we're and we so much block, better. Than, we don't block people. So. Yeah, we don't block people on uh, on Twitter like Scream Magazine. And uh, we, yeah, you know what? I we've got more content and and less adverts than Empire, and we also are totally better than Total Film, which is it's why it's called Scrotal Film. Yep. So um, don't buy their mags. Buy our mag. It's better. We are, you know, it's education. Yeah, it is. Does this count as using social media to advertise what I'm doing right now? Yeah. Is Periscope going to send me a bill? Uh, no. Okay. Anyway, anyone else listening who's but, not but on Periscope, you know very download well that it. When it sort of really takes off, yeah. there'll be the extra function where if you're doing it while you're talking about something else, they'll charge you for it. Oh, see, this is it. I reckon Would you like gonna, a, a promoted Periscope? I think that's going to happen with Twitter, personally. It already does. Does it? Oh, well, to a degree, but they don't like, send us a bill for stuff. But, you know, what can I say? Oh, we've got some emails, by the way. Should we oh, deal God. with them well, after man. the break or deal with them now? Uh well, we've got five minutes. So. Okay, we'll do that then. Five minutes. Oh, get healthy this summer with your favourite health. Oh, that's spam, that, isn't it? Oh, and that's another <laughs> one there. And then, oh, good Lord. Spam, spam, spam. Miss, Mrs. Denge, mother of Denge at gmail.com. Oh. I'm not joking. 
that this is uh, an email right uh, to him this mis- may concern I was wandering past my son's room recently and overheard him listening to your show I believe you know him as you seem to talk about him a lot using his nickname Denge to my dismay I noticed he seems to send you a lot of really uncalled for rudeness and the crudeness made me shudder now I bet you're wondering what I'm going to do about this well I sat him down over a cuppa and explained to him that he needs to be nice going forward however after a further chat and listened to of your show I started to see his point and agreed with him I'll not go into specifics now but what the hell do you guys think you're doing you forget to do food news claim the lovely Rebecca Forster is some sort of demented robot never bother to invite other members of your team to the show and to boot take the piss out of bald headed twats like Ben Kingsley I'll continue to listen to the show and just hope you sort out all the shortfalls before we start to ask other members of the Denge family to come listen to the show to see how out of this effing world it really is keep up the good work mother of denge that just sounds i think that's dead that's bizarre that's absolutely bizarre paul swimner hi guys listening in clearwater florida see florida st pete's we've a following now i can go there and people like me yeah yeah i can't go to leicester but i can go to florida (laughs) Um, yeah and uh, drinking some amazing lime and rum cocktails looking forward to the show peace Cool. Peace I out. like it when people say peace. It's so nice, and it's better yeah. than saying something rude. Screw you. Yeah, you know. Uh, Mike Caldwell, I'm sensing from early reviews the knives are coming out for Terminator Genesis. Sod it. I really want this one to succeed. My tickets are booked for the first screening next week. I'm hyped. I'm looking forward to seeing Arnie back and what Alan Taylor has done with this reboot of a legendary franchise. Well, we're kind of hoping it's good, seeing as we've devoted an entire magazine to it. Yep. So um, well, it would be well, nice. Clever enough it? that you know most of the sales will be before it's out. Indeed, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There are lots of good things happen in Leicester. Joseph Merrick's Elephant Man's birthplace. Good positive example of a human being. Yeah, we didn't. I, I actually think I've saw quite a few members of his uh, family, his relatives, well, were there actually. Um, um, the great place to learn at first hand Polish, Albanian, Iraqi, Somalian as well as the associated culture crack dens, prostitution, people smuggling so if you're a petty criminal and want to expand your skills into the international market, Leicester's the place to go uh, living somewhere where everyone is part of one ethnic minority or another, race relations are good enough to have civic leaders travel thousands of miles to find out what we're doing right and we have the biggest Diwali celebration outside of India well, there you go do you actually live in Leicester then, Loss? Is that what that is that it? I think it's a bit, a bit sarcasm there. I think. Oh yeah, and Denge is, is on. You have the longest running wanker, Mag. I thought, take... I, I thought that was Razzle. Is that right? I don't know. I'm I don't know. Guessing. I don't. I they never let me. They, I, I can't never... reach the top of the shelf. No, so. no, no. They, they do. They're all all wrapped up as well now, aren't they? All yeah, these surprised. Smutty, horrible magazines. I'm surprised now. that Sin City magazine didn't end up. <laughs> Hey, you couldn't see anything. That was all. If you actually looked, you couldn't see anything. That nope. image that we used for the Sin City 2, or whatever it ended up calling, yeah. um, it, uh, it, because they changed the title seven days before it got released here, yeah. to Sin City 2. Just as and, we were just printing it. Yeah, no, it's too late. We sent it out as it was. And, yeah, what can I say about it? It's... It, there was an image that we put on the cover and it was banned in a couple of countries wasn't it it was banned mm. from the advertising campaign and it was of the it was a, a risque yeah Ava Green and if you know or are familiar with her in, in that film my god you, you saw sure too much I'm sure everybody's seen that everybody's seen that yeah, oh you saw way too much of her in that film um, in <laughs> fact I'll be honest with you um, 
every film, everything I've seen her in, she gets her kit off. Yeah, I don't understand. Except for Casino Royale. Is it not? Um, mm, don't know. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, I suppose. Well, She's got that sort it. of film noir look to her, hasn't yeah, she? Yeah. With the big red lipstick and all the rest of the I'm stuff. I wonder what you're going to say then. God, you're really, really rude tonight, I tell you. That was you're making up <gasps> for it, aren't you? <gasps> making up for it. So... What shall we go? We got. Uh, shall we go for a break now, and then we'll be back in about I five minutes. That's probably better than getting set off with something and and, and not being able uh, to finish. Yes, indeed. Are you prepared for the motion picture that proves they're coming to get you? You, you, you. They're coming to get you. They bear the mark of the devil inside them. They're coming to get you. They may be your wife, husband, sweetheart. They're coming to get you. They may even be your children. They're coming to get you. They cannot be exorcised. They're coming to get you. The book of doomsday foretold their coming. This is their time. Are you prepared for the motion picture that proves they're coming to get you? Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent, from Independent International. Cyberspace. The final frontier. These are the adventures of the Radio Shed. Can I meet that Borg? <laughs> seven to nine. Every Every Saturday, 12 o'clock, until 2 p.m. It's 7 of 9. Shh. Set phases to storm. Do not take any more, Captain! 7 9. Across the world, 24 hours a day. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. How are you, Martin? You Long. look hot. Yeah. Yeah, you've got the rock thing going on with your top off. You know. <laughs> well, not his top, he's got his short-sleeved uh, I've, thingy I've, I've, I've tucked him up a little bit, I need a bit of air to my arms. Yeah, he's, he's doing that. Yeah, you do look like you're at a metal gig, you know. It's got, oh, he's doing the horns as well. Fantastic! I've not got the heart. Yeah, no, we're back. We are back on on Thursday. Oh, right. I thought I'd come back on because I noticed that Mr. Demonics joined, oh, and cool. I thought he might want to say hello. Hello there. Anyway, um, how's it all going? It's what we're going to talk it's about all going now? Well, isn't it? What we're going to talk about now? One thing I need to address is if you are not listening on podcast on iTunes and you are listening live, you will have been getting the music on the brakes and it's from the magnificent James Horner who sadly uh, crashed his plane and is no longer with us and it's surprising it's more tactful ways of putting that I'm sure but what do you mean he's dead he's brown bread yeah and I did like him and was I, he flying the plane or yeah was it right. yeah 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 it's his own fault so it could have been but I'm not, oh by the way can I just say I'm not, I'm not getting on his case because it's, it's, it's his own fault clearly it's his own fault but I miss, but, the, I miss the guy and his music's absolutely fantastic and some of the best um, music in the in the movie genre uh, that we're in it was done by him and, and yeah. a period like the 80s, 90s he did absolutely loads and before he started doing the smaltzy stuff that, is, well, that everybody problem. else mentioned everybody talks to him about um, 
Titanic and that bloody song and all the rest of it. Uh, but he actually did a lot of sci-fi stuff, and one yeah. of the first soundtracks he ever did was Battle Beyond the Stars, which yeah. is the music that we opened with. And do you want to know the interesting trivia on that one? Go on. Uh, that's the uh, one where I married my favourite wife. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, wife number three. Uh, we got married to that uh, that music. Um, the the coming in to the wedding ceremony was Ilya's theme from uh, Jerry Goldsmith's yeah. theme from uh, Star Trek: The Motion Picture. And when we'd done the deed, the the rousing theme that you heard on the way in, "Battle Beyond the Stars," played as we went out. That's cool. And then the registrar introduced me as. Um, the, she introduced me as Mrs. Whatever and got the names totally wrong. So I changed my name to hers. There that's, we go. Uh, that's easily done, I suppose. Yeah, and someone's on here is saying that I've got a face like a truck. That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> so we've got added added abuse and, and grief and all the rest of yeah. it. Anyway, you can't even see me properly, am I? I'm behind here. That's mm. what they all say. Mm. You know, it's quite interesting that someone takes the time to get on here and then just you know start commenting on people oh, you're ugly you're this you you're fat you're whatever yeah that's why i avoid them sort of things well no it's I bonkers, can't be doing with that oh, do get you enough of that in, in real life well i must admit it, you get you start and get a bit thick skin this week because uh, the the Leicester scenarios toughen me up a bit cuz you know i used to be get if we get a bad email or some grief oh, over yeah. the magazine i'd be going off on one and i'd just be writing them an email and yeah. that and chris used to say what are you writing to them for what are you but what are you getting wound up for he's an yeah. idiot don't write to him and i go no i'm going to educate him and you know you never educate him <laughs> no, because no. the bloody stupid dicks, they've moved on to the next one by yeah the time exactly finished, this so. is what i'm talking about you know it's absolutely incredible isn't it so there we go yep. so yes james horner music's going to be playing a lot and there's, yep. there's some good stuff shall we shall we reel off a few more wonderful soundtracks he made? he's trying to guess my age now right oh god he's trying to guess my age and you know what he got it wrong ah. in a good way yeah because i'd say you were probably 25 28 oh i know it's good it's good isn't it you can't actually tell, in it. The lighting, though. Yeah, it's no, good with dim lighting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It makes you, you get away with a lot of sins, don't you? It's well, really weird being on there. Do you mean here, we're getting away with a load of sin in here? Oh, Is that what you say? So. I don't think so. Do you know, it's it's great. The, this, what the, the problem um, here is it's so hot, and now people can see if I'm putting the can on my face. Yep. You know, where you could just do that. And believe me, I'm not doing it like some sort of sexy Coca-Cola advert, you know. No. You know. You tried it with a flake and it just melted straight away. It would in here, yeah. I tell you. <laughs> Get the air con in. Yep. How are you? Saying nice to meet you. Oh, it's nice to meet you too. Um, Hook, what's that? Hook? Hook at Music, I think it's called there. Right. Katie's sending me some uh, symbols. That's my daughter. Is that drum symbols? Uh, I don't know what those symbols are that she just sent there. I couldn't, I couldn't quite tell. It disappeared just at the moment when I was figuring it out. That's what they all say. I know. I'm a music producer, man. This this music producer guy. That's good. Hey, man. Yeah. That's good. So waving. anyway. Miss, oh, she's Miss... waving. She was waving. I'll wave back. Oh. Hey, hello. That was brilliant. Remember my name. Ha ha. The, the music producer guy because obviously he's going to be it's like fame you know the the song oh yeah fame remember my name because he's going to be famous and we'll go ah it was him all right we knew him ages ago we knew him when he had nothing yeah yeah when he was just lozzing about this on is the, a strange uh, show this and it's a strange show i wonder how, how hard it would be to get sacked from this radio station i think i'm really trying my best yeah it mm. would be very hard so anyway mm. james harner uh other stuff he, he Someone said, "Hey, Katie, I'm Go in on. love with you." He's talking to my. There's a guy. He's having a conversation with my daughter. 
That's unbelievable, that, isn't it? <sighs> that's rude. I can't. Yeah, I never. I didn't see that one coming. Um, that's what they are saying. So. Oh, don't be like that. Bloody hell! Victor Vortex is on. Oh, excellent. As well, all our, all the Starburst readers are, are, are all joining in. Oh, four of them. Oh, that's lovely what Katie just said. I only have love for Daddy. Sorry. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh see, even he, he warmed the music producer's heart there. Actually, if he's music producer, you've you got a few Bob. <clears throat> so that's 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 good job, isn't it? That maybe. Oh, but he, he won't like you because you probably don't do rock music. Whereas Martin, he's he only you only get a pass if you're a rock a rock head, metal head. I'm not a metal. Head. Oh, you are. You're, oh, you're not a metal head. No. Oh my God. You've got a ponytail. So? Well. Well. Well, do you either a movie producer or you're a, or you're a metalhead? <laughs> if, you've got, if you've got a ponytail. It's not even a clip-on one. It's a proper hardcore one. Yeah. It's all falling out. Anyway, can we do the news? Yeah. James Harner. Yeah. Plane crash. Other films he did. Go on. Wolven. That's rubbish. It's not rubbish. It's not very good, is it? Wubbish. <laughs> oh, Victor Vortex says Kiss were ace at Donington, Martin. Oh, shut up. I'm sure they were. They're always ace. Oh. Although they're not ace anymore because ace has left. So. Oh, th- this music producer's from Barcelona, by the way. He says he's in love with my daughter and wants to come to Manchester. You'd be welcome. You come. You let us know you're here. Yeah, we'll give you. We'll have you a walk around the city yeah. with you. Show you some things. You might want to go home straight away after that. But I, I, Manchester's edgy, but it's fun. And you get a free ticket to Leicester. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you don't like it here, I'll, I'll drop you off in Leicester. Do you know what? You could actually do that as a punishment if you got rid of, of like community service or prison even. Yeah, you're sentenced to six months in Leicester. Yeah, you see, the expression's wrong, isn't it? They say, oh, I'm going to send you to Coventry. Yeah, no, Leicester. Seriously, <laughs> I would... Honest, honestly, I'm not kidding. You give me a choice between a month living in Leicester, even if I could have a hotel room or do whatever I want, I would rather be in prison for a week. Than have a month in Leicester well, because I could centipede. catch up on no, not in that prison. No, yeah. I'm talking here. It's they're quite cosy here. See, see, I'm not. I wasn't offering. It's he's just said. I'm Craig's just said. I'm offering uh, Katie's this Katie's bloke. Yeah, yeah. Right? And he's he's saying I'm offering her up to strange music producers now, which is wasn't it? I was no. just being polite, wasn't I, to our international buddies over in Barcelona. <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah, this is going to go wrong. This is going so wrong. This one, yeah. like I say. So anyway, Star Trek two and three. Go on. Yeah, he, he did them. He Cr- did. Crawl. He actually produced the only recognisable Star Trek theme tune outside of the one Jerry Goldsmith did. If you you've got the original TV show, everyone knows that as Star Trek. Mm. If you play the Star Trek the motion picture one that was used on Next Gen, people know that. And the only other one that was in the movies that people remember is is Horners yeah. from Star Trek 2. It's really good. Yep. Aliens. Aliens. Another Cameron one that he Brilliant. Before Brilliant he soundtrack. Brilliant soundtrack that one. Uh, Humanoids of the Deep, one of my favourites from the early 80s. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Oh, it's a, it's a, it's a classic. Is that any good? It's good. It's fun. It's, okay. fun. it's one of them, you know, rubber monster things. But uh, Batteries Not Included. Batteries Not Included is, is a cracking Steven Spielberg movie that if you've not seen it, is well worth catching up with because it's it's quite interesting, isn't it? Isn't mm. it? It's, it's a bit smaltzy, isn't it? Oh, very you much know, so. And it's but like, um, if, but if you if you don't hate old people, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> You'd be surprised if some people don't like watching... Yeah. I, I don't like dog movies. Some people don't like watching old people. Yeah, ageist. You know? Yeah. And, of course, The Rocketeer. 
Oh, I love that film. Ten years before the massive outbreak of uh, superhero movies, Joe Johnston, who directed Captain America, did that movie. He brought a charm and a wonder, and he said it in World War II. It had every single thing you could want in a movie. A great performance from Tim Dalton. Um, and it failed uh, spectacularly at the box office, and even now... There's very few people. There's just me and the odd person I come across who who has affection for it, and I think it's a really, really, really good film. Yeah, it's, I, a, it's a great throwback to them sort of uh, Flash Gordon type films. Oh, it's and... it's fantastic, and I love the fact that you know his helmet and part of the costume he made it out of a bit of radiator. Yeah, and it was all it was it was good. Oh, he's going. It's our producer guy from Barcelona. Good mate. Uh, well, look, catch up with us catch up with us sometime you know whenever you're on and he's saying nice to meet Katie as well that's good yeah I'm sure he is oh there we go so what else did he do other than Titanic uh, that's it that's was that when he jumped the shark yeah that's that's smaltziness yeah we've, we've listed his good stuff but the problem is is, is um, once you start getting job offers because it, well, everybody who saw Titanic thought right chick flick romantic movie he's your go to guy let's get him doing the soundtrack yeah yeah yeah, that's it, isn't it? It's like you know the uh, what's it, Elfman? Does, yeah, yeah, Does yeah. the the jolty sort of you yeah, know, I know, yeah, yeah. But they're a bit, stuff. bit samey though, aren't they? Yeah, very the Elfman stuff. But this is really, really is is he was really good, and when he put his mind to it, he could he did epic soundtracks. Like I say, John Williams is your go-to guy for that. And like mm. I say, he's not getting any younger. No, we've already lost Jerry Goldsmith, John Barry. Um, now and, and this is a shock because this guy, James Horner, was only sixty-one, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. And he had a good. He might have got had another twenty years of making some really classic soundtracks in him. And, well, that's and, it. We've still got so many great ones that are still around. Yeah, Ennio Morricone's still around. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, yeah. It's uh, just it's a shame that that he did went so young though. But yeah. like I say, the stupid part of it is they do. Like, I liked flying. I like flying a lot and. Um, but I'm aware that you, if you're doing it a lot all the time, the problem is with flying a like a Cessna that I I've been up in. If you lose concentration like you do in a car for a minute or two, a second or two, you do you can lose control of it very quickly, yeah. and there isn't. It's not very easy to come out of a stall when you you know do that now. If you, uh, this is what I say, this John Denver, same yep, thing. Yep. A lot of people, uh, when they get a few bob and they're a bit eccentric or they like life, flying is very much a lot of fun. And when I went up in it, in the plane, I got total peace and you feel really calm and it's really good. But the, the problem is, if you keep doing it and keep doing it, it only takes one minute. Like when you're on the motor, when you nod off a little bit and you run into the cat's eyes and it wakes yeah. you up. Yeah, that that's not something you want to be doing in a plane, falling, no. nodding off, or losing concentration, or I mean, well, there's periscoping. Not, yeah, or he might have been periscoping. You don't know, but thing thing is, you don't know he didn't have a heart attack or something like that, do you? So True. so they've not. I'm assuming there isn't enough left to do a bloody autopsy, from what I'm I'm hearing. This is all grim. I'm sorry. This is the worst tribute to anyone that's died ever. Yeah, it could be worse. It could be Amazon Ford. He, he nearly, well, he did he the, same, did the thing. same thing. He landed, he got and crashed his plane into into a golf course. But at the end of the day, guys, you know, you've worked so hard to get famous, put this body of work together, and have all that money. Um, you need to take care of yourself, guys. You know, and stop dying. You know. Yeah. That's my advice. I, that's my advice to famous people who, who. Please don't die. Yeah, don't, don't, don't dick about. 
you know, sorry. Well, it's not very respectful, that. It's not at all. I think that's going to have to come out. <laughs> what? Have I got to, go, got to edit that out? Yeah. <sighs> right. Well, there you go. That's the first one this week, anyway. Yeah. Right, so we've managed to pad that out a bit longer. <laughs> pad what out? I've got loads of... I've got content here. And if you're watching on Periscope, they'll see I've got loads of paperwork. They might be, I'd be blank, though, mightn't it? Yeah. I might just be... Oh, this is just a prop, because I knew this would be on. <laughs> right, what are we doing? Right. Hannibal is Hannibal. no more. Hannibal is no more. Um, well, it, any... it is at the end of this season, it's no more. Really. Right. Anybody that's been watching Hannibal or familiar with the movies, this is my opinion on it. Obviously, it's open to interpretation from other people. Um, I personally thought that it was a fantastic version of it. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And I thought Mads Mikkelsen was great in the role. I thought he, it's truly scary stuff that's going on in this. I mean, I if you were... I wouldn't let a kid watch Hannibal oh, no, in a no, million no. years. There is there there is stuff in that film, that, that in the, in the programme, sorry, that that's equally as bad as anything that were in the uh, Silence of the Lambs or oh, yeah. Hannibal the much, movie, much whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, and it goes into some gruesome detail. You've got people eating their own legs and yeah. stuff in it. Um, it. But it's very shocking and very... But it's very artistic. It's and filmed so beautifully. Yeah, you see every penny up on screen, don't you? Yeah. Literally every penny is on show. It's a great, great a great one but there was an underlying problem and it affected the filming of the sequel to Silence of the Lambs Hannibal yeah. where the the rights are different very similar with the Marvel where Marvel wants Spider-Man in the uh, in the Avengers and they couldn't because they, uh, Sony had the rights but more on that later we've got another story about Spider-Man and, and all that uh, Marvel comics but yeah Hannibal was always going to face a big problem they wanted to do all the books so they wanted to weave in Hannibal Rising a bit of prequel stuff they seem to be doing that this uh, this season they wanted to do Red Dragon they wanted to do Hannibal the follow up mm. uh, but in between they wanted desperately to do um, Silence of the Lambs so they wanted to give Will Graham's character a rest and bring in Clarice Starling's character played famously by Jodie Foster yep. But here's the thing, there was another company that made an offer. They were going to do a TV series called Clarice about mm, two years that, ago. Yeah. And I don't know what happened with that, but it seemed to stall in production. And so you, they were sort of offering, you, you basically need the rights to Silence of the Lambs. And the company, um, I'm just trying to remember who it is now, I think, for it's MGM Studios, they were literally saying no. Yeah, they, they were in a situation where, oh, so you're making Hannibal. So yeah. you're going to need Silence of the Lambs, and we got the rights. So they started asking stupid money, yeah. and they asked stupid money. He tried one last ditch attempt at um, getting the rights to Silence of the Lambs, so they could include uh, Clary Starling and the characters and situations from Silence of the Lambs, and they said no. They they just wanted too much, and because there's interest that's the problem when you start making a show or a film you increasing the value of the source material and then they get everyone gets arsy and starts asking stupid amounts of yeah. money and just try it on yeah I know and this is the problem isn't it yeah and it's yeah. You know, like when people want to use a starburst name you know you're going to be well depends who it is so if it was Kingsley they'd be there it, 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 to do starburst yeah. the movie Tell you, you'd have enough for a hair transplant by the time he, that's all he'd have left. <laughs> make him pay. Like he, didn't, like he didn't. Whoops. Yep, that's that'll, another one that's going to be going. That'll be beeped out. Am <sighs> I not going out live? Um, 
Yeah, John Townsend's just tweeted in actually. One of our wonderful writers is saying it's great uh, to hear the things that are normally cut out of the podcast because he's listening live. Oh, you listening live, John? Well, yeah, there are lots of things that get uh, slightly uh, have to go from the podcast, um, mostly because the next day when it's being edited to go up on Apple, um, go over to Apple to go on iTunes, uh, we, me and him have heart attacks and go, oh, I forgot we said that. Yeah. And in fact, there's a lot of them. Uh, unlike that one that's just slipped in there. Um, that one, I'm pretty well aware that that will be going straight away. But yeah. do you know what? He, I think everybody knows that about him. Yeah, but it's, it's you don't want to be. Oh yeah, I don't want the magazine to get sued by Ben Kingsley. Yeah, mm. yeah, he's a slaphead, isn't he? <laughs> just, I really don't like that guy. Um, oh God, I hate him. You should, anyway, you should find the. Uh, Sound clips of Benny Hill slapping Jackie. Oh, Wright's I'd head. love to do that. Yeah. If I could have one thing in the world, I would like Ben Kingsley on his knees, right in between my legs, and I want to play his head like a bongo drum. Yeah. It's bong, 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 slapping Ben Kingsley's head. I, I wrote that song. Yeah. about it and you know if you do that's like a doo-wop number where they I've got girls behind me where you're singing on a slap Ben Kingsley's head and they go I want to slap Ben Kingsley's head and behind you just a few seconds Are behind you still on great now? song yeah yeah oh, it'd be a great song <laughs> be an amazing song that yeah. everybody wants to slap Ben Kingsley's head everybody yeah, does this is going to go viral well they do I'm not saying it right come on you want to do it admit it Admit it, if Ben Kingsley went, right, I'm going to sit here now, here's my head, (laughs) would you slap his head? I'd give him a little... Yeah, you would. You couldn't, I couldn't stop, though. You'd have to drag me off him. (laughs) (laughs) Can't wait, seriously, I want to slap his head so badly. Um, Anyway, we've got to move on. He's had way too much airtime. He has, yeah. We've not even seen his... uh... His racist film yet? No. His racist film. Oh my god! I about that. Please tell everybody about this film. If oh, you've we... not seen it, watch the trailer. If yeah. you thought that the days of people blacked up doing the black and white menstrual show and uh, all these dodgy sitcoms like Mind Your Language had gone, apparently not. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I can't even remember the name of it now. Off the top of my head, I love oh. it. It's coming back, <laughs> doesn't it? Good old Kingsley, uh, slaphead. But he plays a driving instructor, an American driving instructor, yeah, yeah. or in America, yeah, uh, with a divorcee or something like that. Yeah, he's yeah, trying to yeah. Teach. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he's your stereotypical turban wearing Indian. Oh yeah, and but how he's does doing, he talk? He's how doing does he talk? the 1970s. Bob Todd dressed as an Indian voice. What are you voice? doing? I do not yeah. understand. Yes. I am not understanding. It's not. And by the way, please don't take offence at that. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to. Um, that's, that's not even as broad as he does it. That's that's. I'm that's, telling that's you, that's the, a fair way of doing it. It is unbelievable that trailer. I was watching that and I thought, if I was an Indian guy, watching this, if I was Indian girl guy, whatever, you know, I I just well, I'd be so angry. And insulted well, by that. Nowadays, there's, there's no need, is there? There isn't any need nowadays, no. and that's the whole point. And joining me for today's topic, book critic Wendy Shields. Always a pleasure. I heard about you and Ted. Heard what exactly? 
Every seven years, the itch comes over him. He gets restless, does something juvenile. I'm not going home with you, Wendy. Oh. Instead of buying a motorcycle, Daddy decided to give adultery a spin. Who is it? Darwan Singh Tour for your driving lesson, please. What happened? We're moving. That's good. It's about time you started driving. I used to have a husband who drove. Oh, Ted. Where do they find these skanks? They just like them young. You can mold them however they like. Teach them tricks. <laughs> Teach yourself to see everything. The driver's biggest problem is everyone else. You can't always trust people to behave properly. Ain't that the truth? Wendy, what does a woman like for a gift? I don't know. Candy? Flowers? Darvan? She's from a village near where I grew up. My sister picked her out for me. Now that you're married, maybe a double date in Chinatown? Cheeky. Tell me where you want to drive. To go somewhere else. I'd like something to take my mind off my mind. That's why I do yoga, meditate. I do ambient. When a man marries a woman, they become one spirit. I don't know what I believed about marriage, except that it would always be there. Why do you teach driving? For a better job, I would have to take off my turban, shave off my beard. But this is how I know who I am. Why did I ever think I could drive? I ignore everything and everybody around me. I never learned to cook because I thought my mother would always be there to cook for me. Then there was half a world between us, so I make my own food. Your point? No point. I'm learning to drive, you know? Well, that's a scary thought. Shut up! I think it's time to discuss road rage. It doesn't matter what is going on in your life out there. When you are at the wheel of a car, this is all there is. Your life, right now. And him, he's the least ethnic person you're yeah. ever going to meet. He it's... doesn't know anything about being an ethnic minority, that guy. No. And why they've got him playing um, in, in any way somebody ethnic is, is bizarre to me. It's probably because he did Gandhi. Yeah, he did Gandhi. Yeah, but he didn't do Gandhi like that, did he? No. He, did, he wasn't doing Gandhi like some 70s sitcom, was he? I mean, <laughs> I don't think it would have got all the Oscars and all that, would it? Anyway, Gandhi, is it overrated? Mm, it's, good. Yeah. it's a cracking story, though, isn't it? Yeah. It's a cracking story. True. What do you mean it's great if it's true? I'm only teasing. What are you talking about? Some of it's true. Some of it, yeah. It did that, uh, that whole, oh, we just don't do anything, passive resistance. It actually worked. Does everyone's heads in that? It's the same thing, like, you know, when you're a kid and you just sit in the aisle at the supermarket, I'm not moving. That really annoys people. Yeah, my daughter did that a few times. Uh, what, last week? In case she's listening, I don't know. But <laughs> she did. No, not last week, no. No. She doesn't work with me now. I just, I, I'm too old for it. Just leave her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Family secrets. So It's, it's all coming out for I me. know. She still does, Craig says. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me, that. <laughs> she always got her own way, always did. The boys didn't get the... the my sons didn't get their own way as much as Katie did. That's always She was way, much better at, at getting what she wanted. Yeah. Much more effective. Dad, daddy's girl. Yeah, that's true. And it, it'll always be like that. Always works, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But what have we got coming up after the news? Oh, and Rebecca Forskin. And uh, when I tell you, if you haven't heard this, if anybody new on Periscope hasn't heard the news, it's it's really fascinating to listen to just because of Rebecca. Yeah. And her uh, and, voice. And then go and tweet her because, you know, she's actually not a bad looking woman. 
Is that right? I've yeah. heard this. Yeah. I've heard this. You, I did. I can't believe she's real because they <laughs> said, "Is this like a piece of software that they've just got?" It, yeah, it does sound a bit. Uh, well, a bit where, Stephen Hawking, doesn't it? Where does she come from to have that accent? You know, anybody listening to this who, who's got any ideas? Yeah, well, it'd be really bad if Rebecca comes on. Well, I'm Rebecca Forskin, and you've oh, not Forskin, Forster, and um, <laughs> God, it's sticking. You know, if we're meeting now, I'm going to yeah. have problems. We'll get her at Fab. Yeah. Evening with. Oh God, it's bad when you give someone a nickname and then you you have to think it's like Prism Jism. Yeah, I was a, um, thinking that. We, there's a good chance we're going to bump into him at some stage. Anyway, shall we go? We'll go to the news and then we'll be back uh, in a few minutes after and we'll chat about all the rest of the stuff. Jurassic um, World. Jurassic World. We are going to review Jurassic World and tell you exactly we what we think of it. Tweet us or email us or whatever just to jump Oh, come on. Then. We're not going to forget in 10 minutes. Yeah. No, we're not. Yeah. Be, trust me. Right. We'll be back soon. On your last trip, did you discover what the Earth people eat? They eat a great many of these. They peel them with their metal knives. Boil them for 20 of their minutes. Then they smash them all to bits. They are clearly a most primitive people. For mash, get smash. Uh, excuse me. I hope you don't think I'm trying to pick you up or anything. As a matter of fact, normally I find it quite difficult to talk to girls, but I bought you this Pepsi and came over to try to get to know you because, well, it's... You look like the kind of girl I could talk to. Jeg kan ikke forstå, at du siger, at du må tage noget langsommere. Jeg lærte engelsk i skolen, men det var ikke... Steve Speed Shop is a place to discuss, debate and just waffle on about old and interesting motors, mainly, but not exclusively, of the internal combustion variety. We'll have auction reports, buyer's guides, show previews and restoration stories to inspire, excite and occasionally terrify. That's Steve Speed Shop with me, Steve Berry, here on Fab Radio International. So save us. The Silent Radio Show. Bringing you the best gigs in Manchester and the best music from everywhere else. Three till five every Saturday afternoon. On Fab Radio International. Embrace the alternative with Fab Radio. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And you know what? I think Sean is better at that French uh, soundbite than actually the French girl. Yeah. Because I've got one with her going, embrace the alternative. Yeah. God, it's like I'm doing loads of really um, unfortunate minds. At least it's not me doing it. Well, yeah, it's true. I've, oh, I've got some of yours, though, haven't I? I've always got the secret <sighs> weapon, haven't I? Wait a minute. Hey. Jingle, jingle. Oh, you can put it on a loop and all, look, listen. Jingle, jingle. What do you jingle, think of that? Jingle, jingle. Jingle, jingle. I'm thinking about that dancing baby. Jingle, jingle. There you go. Jingle, jingle. Jingle, jingle. Sorry, 
That's really, really highly inappropriate. Doing a, 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 an impersonation of Jimmy Savile. I wasn't doing an impersonation of Jimmy Savile. Well, who's that? Who, who was it then? I who, was doing was an impersonation of the Grumbleweeds yeah. doing an impersonation. Okay. Do you know... Well, there you go. You know, I had a business partner, right, that, that was a complete dick. Uh, no, I had two that were complete dicks, and they both stole, like, 180 grand off me. But, you know, that's that's another story for another time. Um, and one of them, he was always trying to get a bargain. And we went to Macro, and he bought these several row, several row, uh, sorry, several row suits, yeah? Yeah. Right, shirts, sorry, shirts. Now, and here's a for other side thing. I said, um, you, you, you could have a row of these paedophiles along with Jimmy Savile, and it'd be <laughs> Sa Savile Row on a, as a tabloid headline, but never mind. But anyway, cut a long story short, he bought them, and then, and then he came in, and he had these big red marks around his neck, yeah, and he had them all around his... And these, they were so stiff, yeah, that they were just literally scraping his skin all the time, yeah. And then finally, he went, I can't believe it, you know, and all that, and he paid a fiver. For these shirts, yeah, right, a fiver each. It turned out they weren't Savile Row; they were Seville Row. <laughs> S E V. I absolutely they were just some some really bad make of it anyway. So there you go. That's 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 we go from uh, um, alleged. Uh, is he alleged now? No. He's more than alleged, and he paedophile to um, yeah. cheap shirts, really. Same Which thing. again, you know, paedophiles probably do wear cheap shirts, don't yeah. they? Probably. There's no no evidence to prove they haven't. So. No, they haven't. That's it. Cheap shirts. That's how you find out if someone's a paedophile. You heard it first here. Yeah. If it's... Uh, God, we're getting in a lot of bother tonight. Yeah, this is yeah. going to be a very sharp We're going to have a load of paedophiles emailing in in a minute. And yeah. I don't know how we're going to put it right with them. emailing in? No, no, no. Oh, Andrew Pollard. Um, oh. Just before we go to uh, our Are you review. suggesting that? No, oh, right. of course not. That was just unfortunate. Um, just before we review Jurassic World, here we go. Evening chaps, Andrew Pollard is writing in. He's our online editor. Uh, always good to spend a Wednesday night with you two fine people. I've just got uh, just finished watching the Poltergeist remake. You know those films where you wonder why you even bothered watching it? Yeah, it's one of those in terms of horror remakes. It's one of the worst of recent memory. With that said, random question of the night for you. What are your personal favourite and least favourite horror remakes? On that note, I'm off to get me a stiff one. That could mean anything, the he's, stiff one, yeah, couldn't it? Yeah, he's just trying to rile me. Yeah, he is trying to trying to work you up. Uh, what I reckon, uh, worst remake, that's one I'll struggle with, but best remake, I think that remake of Nosferatu was, was really that good. That was pretty good, yeah. And, um, oh, thinking horror film remakes. Um, it depends whether you're talking Because Horror of Dracula was a remake of, of, of Dracula, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. And that was way better, I thought, than Bella Lugosi's. Oh, oh no, sorry. It wasn't. Oh, yes, it was. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No. Yes, it bloody was. It's a different beast. No, you can't, you're just doing this thing where you go, oh, it's black and white, I can't criticise that, it's a black and white movie. No, I love Nonsense. It. Oh, I love both of them, but I'm just saying Horror Dracula's better. No. It's better. It's a different it's a thing film. altogether. It's a better film. If you give me a choice between sitting down and watching one of them, now I'll watch that, the other one it can be a bit... Have it's you ever, so, have so you right. the Spanish version? Uh, yes, I have, actually. Yeah, 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 I've, yeah. Got, I've actually got that. There Did you go. get the Blu-ray set yet? Wicker Man, poor remake. Yes, my God, that is so crap. Someone's just... just uh, yeah. I think that was Craig. That is it. Wicker Man, that was, yeah. that was absolutely appalling, yeah. that was. That in fact, it, it didn't even know what the Wicker Man was all about, did it? No. 
you'd sooner watch the Wicker Tree mm-hmm. again. Absolutely. Oh, the Wicker Tree. No, don't get me started <laughs> again, please. Um, right. So, what? What's yours? Uh, Favorite. Mm-hmm. It's difficult because I'm not a big, big fan of, of remaking them. Okay. Uh, the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre wasn't too bad. That was pretty good, actually. Is it 2003, yeah. 2004? But yeah, just for that shot between the head, Mm-mm. that was that's worth. Yeah, the price it's a really on. good film. That yeah. it's a really good film. And um, it, again, it's a different beast to what. No. Okay. Toby Hooper's was Re- my favorite remake. Is the thing. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Least favourite, I think maybe it is that Wicker Man remake. Oh, it's shockingly bad. Who's seen the Wicker Man remake? Good yeah. grief. And Friday the 13th Nick... was pretty awful as well. Oh, I am. I didn't even bother watching that. In fact, I think you you or Chris put me off. I can't remember. Somebody, Chris, one of you yeah. two put me off and went, don't, just don't watch it. Yeah. Although know. My Bloody Valentine was actually quite good. That was a lot mm. of fun. The 3D yeah. was good on that. But though, it's good. I don't understand why they did a remake. So I'll be honest, a pointless remakes. Um... Pointless remakes. Uh, that weird situation where they did a sequel to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two, um, the the other year, and it was a sequel to the original film, which didn't even respect the fact that everybody loves this actual oh, canon sequel. That was just called it. Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, I know, yeah, I, and yeah. and and it was alright. It was kind of alright. Um, it was a weird twist at the end that the victim just suddenly goes, oh, well, keep Leatherface uh, as uh, sort of like a pet, keeping me a little flat, you know, and as he said, uh, and we were discussing with Shauna as we were leaving, we're going, what, what's he going to do then? You know, he's locked up in that place. It, she's looking after Leatherface, the uh, psycho in the basement, and then Shauna said, yeah, you should put him on the uh, Leatherface book. <laughs> that's actually what we were laughing at when we were leaving so yeah leather Facebook if that ever comes out that should be that's, uh, it, yeah, that's where it is yeah absolutely so what what else then any any other the worst worst one worst. worst remake the one that you really screamed is it Friday the 13th uh, that was pretty awful um, I don't know there's, there's so many I, I try and avoid mm. them there's, the problem is there's so, there's so many of them but that we tried to answer anyway yeah. um, James McAllister uh, good evening gentlemen as an expat living near St Pete's on the coast retired at 50 you retired at 50 wowzers yeah, he must have done well hey, for himself that's alright isn't it I enjoy my lifestyle and the terrific weather and now I feel totally fulfilled by listening to Fab Radio especially this show and I so much enjoy the Mancunian candidates it's my little piece of Brit humour and a cutting comment keep up the good work as I heard last week you should come over and do a show here and grab a few beers with the expats community you'd be amazed how large it is I will do it I am going to come over because we got invited by a couple of people doing that show and I'll drag Martin with us as well he can come <laughs> Um, but yeah, tomorrow. Oh yeah, tomorrow's Mancunian candidates will be a bit uh, lively because you've had the uh, massacre, and we know that a, I like to go on about gun massacre. control. Oh yeah, another massacre. It's hard if you just say the massacre. It's got which, which one last week, the one yeah, week yeah. before, and we're you know I'll be um, not even been in Texas. Has it? Yeah, I'll be getting my uh, I'll be getting my grief as usual with, uh, with these emails in going. What do you snidey Brits know about this? Yeah, um, Paul Ripley's listening. Oh God! Said it may be hard to get sacked from the station, but not impossible. (laughs) (laughs) Phil, Wayward Pines getting rather good. Check it, guys. Now I have got those saved up, and that is my little treat because I really love Twin Peaks, and I've heard that it's quite like Twin Peaks. Do we like Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks is good, isn't it? Everybody likes Twin Peaks. Yeah. 
there you go. And that's rude as well. You slipped that one in, didn't you? That's what she said. Oh, dear. So, what are we get? Are we on Jurassic World then? Should we do Jurassic World, World before we forget? Is there anything on Twitter? Uh, let me check. I was uh, distracted by Brie Olsen any on Periscope. You? Okay. And uh, talking to Periscope, any of you guys on Periscope do, do, do like Jurassic World? Or did are you the one guy that hated it? Yeah. Because I had one guy he emailed in. It, pretty much universal. Everybody reads the Max Tabus readers loved uh, Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> Because it is an intensely... If you like that sort of thing, you love it. If you don't, you don't. It's as simple as that. But most Starburst readers will sort of appreciate where it's coming from. And I, we got one in here. He's going, oh, it's ropey special effects, a bit boring, a bit rubbish. Someone emailed in. I can't remember who it was now. No. That surprised me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just waiting for the backlash. Who, who hated Jurassic World? Anybody? Because I've heard only good things. Well, nobody's come up with that yet, so... Okay. So. Uh, we've got a few for the uh, remake things uh, mm-hmm. on Twitter. Go before, on, let's before do that. We, yeah. So we can forget Jurassic World let again us do for a minute. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Townsend, mm. uh, The Thing. Okay. Best, obviously. The worst, Wicker Man. Uh, yeah, I've got to say that's... Evil Dead was pretty good too. I wasn't really keen on that. I thought that was a bit... I didn't get. I didn't the, get. The trailer was excellent. It was pretty good, but it was a bit pointless because it, the other one is still so good, and it. it yeah. It uh, tried to sort know. of be clever and yeah. a few winks and things. Oh, the Evil Dead kicks ass. The original still yeah. and the second one. Yeah. I've had the third one. You know, all three of them. Yeah, as, as a as a trilogy, it's yeah. great. Uh, Demonics. Mm-hmm. Uh, best remake, The Fly, of course. Yeah. Oh crap! I forgot about that. The Fly's brilliant, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, uh, our wonderful friend Matthew Curd, mm-hmm. who we met in London. Oh yes, Matthew. Hello. Uh, the worst one. I assume it's the uh, worst one. He's thinking the second thing remake, uh, which was the prequel that thing, wasn't which was a ju- remake. Though. It was. It was. It was, just, it it was, was a so much. Shuffle, wasn't it? So much a remake. Yeah. It was rubbish. Yeah, it was. It was a total shitbag shuffle. That yeah. what they did. They they didn't. They didn't want to say that it was a remake, did they? Oh, no. uh, Victor Vortex Fright Night remake was okay. I quite enjoyed that. I was all right. Yeah. I thought Colin Farrell was pretty good in it, actually. Yeah. Um, talking of which, yes, uh, True Detective saw him in that. Yeah, yeah, that was all yeah. right. It's all right. It's very intense, isn't it? Yeah, but the, you can see that they're just trying to mm. keep that same feel of the first series. Oh, yeah. Can I just say, comment, Go on. Taylor Kitsch, he's mm. still one of the shittest actors ever, <laughs> ever. The guy doesn't convince me one little bit, and it takes more to be this broody, sort of angst-ridden twat that he's trying to be in this show where he just keeps looking at the camera and looking somewhere else and doing it. He'd be basically, I'm like, oh, God's sakes, you can't act. You, you can't act. No. So he can't act, can he? Come on, he can't act. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a joke, yeah. And he's, he's brought down, what, how many movies has he wrecked? Well, he, he ruined Disney's, uh, what's it, wasn't it? John Carter. Yeah, John yeah. Carter. Oh, there's more. There's more. You're not giving him justice. He's done a lot of damage to the cinema over the last few years, <coughs> you know. Uh, and and we know we know the biggest offender of them all, don't we? Battleship. Well. That was a cracking movie, that, wasn't I it? I think that wasn't his fault, to be honest. Oh, God. God, grief. Yeah, any, but, but you can rise above the crap that you're in, can't you? <laughs> no, you can be the one guy that's actually doing all right and acting and be and and you know making it watchable, 
Um, and he's no fucking excuse when you've your person you're acting with is is um, what's it? Yeah. Uh, God, I've got a mind mind um, blank now. Is it Rhiannon? Oh, you're no use. No, no. You're supposed to help yeah, me yeah, when rubbish. I've made a mistake. <laughs> You've done it again to me. Yeah, well, we didn't rehearse this bit. Well, I know that. <laughs> oh, yeah, rehearse, yeah. <laughs> the rehearsals that go on here. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. By rubbish. the way, you know what the guy said? I've got a face like a truck. How can you have a face like a truck? What's that? It might be like that one it's in like... uh, Maximum Overdrive, oh, which right. was the Green Goblin. Oh, that'd be good, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a bit rude, though, isn't it? You know, yeah, I, well, you know, you know. a bit rude, that. Come round here and say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Um, At least he didn't say the back end of a truck. Oh, wait a minute. I just thought my, if my daughter's still listening, she's met this individual. Oh. Raph of the Titans. Come on. He's famous for having a massive cock, Liam Neeson. Yeah. 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 Um, and he, uh, he, he was his co-star in Battleship, and That's he still right, couldn't yeah. rise above. He still couldn't. Well, it's too big to rise above it. Oh, God, yeah. The battleship base. When did that? When did that rumor about his massive penis come out? That everybody seems to know. I think that's the Kevin Smith thing, in it. Is it? Yeah. Did he see it? I don't know. Probably not. Okay. I mean, he has. It's like you. You should know all about this. I know nothing about that. Anyway, <laughs> what are we doing now? Then are we? Should we do this Jurassic we? World thing? Yeah, Get out Jurassic of the way. World. Right. Well, we've already been through last week where I said. I saw Westworld and I wanted Westworld with dinosaurs and I was pretty disappointed with the first Jurassic... I like the three Jurassic Park movies. The first one I thought was good. I actually like the second one best, but it's got a massive flaw in it in that when the dinosaurs get back, there's some weird cutscene where everybody's dead on the ship and there's no explanation how they died, how the dinosaurs got out, what the hell's going on. And to me, that's unforgivable. That. Uh, other than that, I love the atmosphere over there of it being a run-down, abandoned mm. sort of situation. I love the race, the Titanic type of vibe when things have, uh, from years ago, you go back to them and they're a bit wrecked. Yeah. Um, so that one was all right. Third one was a, just a basic, you know, drop back on the island after get off the island. Very simple film. But the first one had an amazing cast. But I was incredibly disappointed that it wasn't the big disaster movie that I wanted where the park is open and it's like Alton Towers gone mad with dinosaurs on the rampage. That, yeah, to me, was what I wanted. Said, it's bad enough for them at the moment anyway. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, they might as well. They might quite be happy with dinosaurs at the moment. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the real ones. Yeah, <laughs> bloody hell. Um, so, yeah, Jurassic World, I loved it with one or two reservations that stop it being um, a 10 out of 10 movie, best movie of the year sort of thing. It's an amazing, to me, it's an amazing movie that manages, if you saw Jurassic Park when you were younger and then you see this, I think it hits all the buttons and pushes all mm. the buttons. I love the fact they've got the theme music from the original and they've kept that even though it's Giacano and not John Williams scoring it. They've paid a lot of money to do that and yeah. it's appreciated. Um, the uh, overall the story was really good. Um, I thought Chris Pratt played a blinder again. He really is becoming a go-to genre leading yeah. guy. He's yeah, a very his moustache was a bit off-putting. Hey, it was a little bit, but I, st- I still thought he's he, considering he's a comic actor. Really, mm. he's taken to the leading man bit really well, and I quite enjoy him in films now. Yeah. I think Chris Pratt's really good. Yeah, you'd change your name though, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. You would. Chris and also, he, I don't know if anybody's <laughs> aware, Chris Pratt came out with um, this statement that 
he, out for some reason he thought that people would go oh yeah what a guy and he didn't quite where he said that yeah all the animals that I because he's talking about animals and hunting and blah 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 and he said oh all the animals I've got great respect for all the animals that I hunt and then all of a sudden you're thinking well why why are you coming out with that why are you (laughs) hunting them why are you admitting you're hunting them and why are you saying it in a way where you think we're all going to high five you in the car park afterwards um but yes, apparently he's got great respect for all the animals that he murders. That's good. So, so that's great. Good he's on. He's got you. a wall for him. Yeah, he has. I wonder where he, where, what he puts up there. I've no idea. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> I no, I really enjoyed it. It was. Uh, wow, I can't. I mean, I, wow, <laughs> you know, um, golly, somebody sedate him, please. Is, uh, he's he's out of control. His emotions have got the better of him. Yeah. I bet you, God, you're glad you, you didn't get Claudia Winkleman, no? Claudia Winkleman, Jesus Christ! Is it, uh, yeah, we were talking about her earlier. Uh, wonder, the wonderful way that the BBC have uh, got her in, and then they actually have someone who knows about films to do it with her. Bizarre. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, no, give me more than that. That no, is ridiculous. It, it that. was. It was. It was a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, I saw it at the IMAX, so it, you know it was really impressive visually. Okay. Uh, yeah, the 3D wasn't too bad. Okay. So, uh, similar to you, the it, the characterizations were a bit sort of like shallow, and mm. they didn't really sort of go too much. I loved the uh, the guy in the control room. Yeah, he was what the best part of it. He was a great character. He, yeah. he got yeah. the funny lines. And um, we can't spoil the the big laugh at the end. But no, no, it, no, that was good. Yeah, no, uh, I get yeah. that. Well, look, look, here's my here's my thought on it. The there's my problem to it. I, as I already said, it, what it ticked all the boxes for me. I loved mm. it. It was great. But here's, here's the thing: the cast was nowhere near as impressive as in the original one. And I thought they had a very strong ensemble cast with them. You had the yep. the horrible, slimy lawyer guy. Can't remember who played him. Now um, you had um, obviously powerhouse performances from so many people in that first film. Mm. Like you had Attenborough. Uh, he was great as the the main guy. Um, then you had the great character I like the chaos mathematician Jeff Goldblum played Uh, Laura Dern was pretty good in it I liked her a lot Um, I also liked uh, in it obviously Sam Neill was great in it there there were other people in it there were even things like uh, do you remember that guy I can't remember the actor now the fat guy who was the famous line of don't go cheap on me now Dobson or whatever yeah, it was yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you've got him so many characters in it so many even the kids weren't that irritating you know well the kids um, weren't that irritating this no one, no I thought honest, they, yeah. they were pretty good whereas this one you really it was a Chris Pratt sort of centred yeah. movie as a hero yeah and someone's going holla holla back there you go hi I know it's I know it means hi um, that's good oh Emmy Estrella Nine six four joined us um, uh, from Puerto, Re- Pu- Puerto Rico. Puerto there Rico. There we go. Yeah. But he's a few to say. That, isn't that near where Jurassic Park actually is? Down there. It's not real. No. Yeah. No. Exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, <laughs> in the thing that it's off South America, isn't it? The I island? think it's meant yeah. to be. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So there you go. So what what I'm saying is. I just thought the cast was amazing in the first one. And I thought they weren't too bad in the follow-ups. You had a lot of interesting characters in this. It's, just, it's basically him and um, her character in it, uh, Bryce Howard of Dallas. Bryce it? Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Jesus Christ. That's a 
bloody name enough, isn't it? Um, she was in uh, Spider-Man 3 as she well. Was, she yeah. was, good. Gwen Stacy. Yeah, yeah they've all, they, she sort of hits it and then disappears and then you know gets what? another role and Do you disappears. know what she's doing next? What's she doing next? Uh, it's a remake. Oh, here we go. Yeah, Pete's Dragon. Pete's Dragon. Yeah. That's being remade. Yeah. Well, got, you heard it here on Starburst. It's it, got Carl Urban in it as well. Oh, man, and what's going wrong Robert with Robert Redford. Robert Redford, oh, He's probably dear playing me. the dragon. Robert Redford, what's going on? What's going on? Why do they want to be that? You know that's going to be good, 7-Up. Seven 7-Up, seven oh, yeah, I'll do an endorsement. Mmm, I love... When I'm stuck in a... Uh, you see, people are ra- listening to on radio will have a clue what I'm doing. I'm on Periscope now, and I'm just doing a product placement. Yum, yum, 7-Up... If 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 I'm ever stuck in a absolutely swelteringly hot radio station, I always drink Seven Up, and Martin always has Coca Cola. That's what we do. Not got That's how we roll. And also, I'm trying not to spill it into the mixing desk and cause the station to go offline because that's never well received. No. Um, then you would get sacked. I would probably, yeah, and <laughs> probably have to pay for all this equipment as well. Um, yeah, back back on her. Her character was appalling, right? Um, and I've got to say that it was over a couple of weeks. There was loads and loads of of, of sort of feminist sort of agenda things going on. You had a bit of a kick off a load of guys who felt emasculated over Mad Max, which yeah. was crazy because that, that was, was not pathetic. It, it, fancy getting offended because there's a strong female character in a film. It's, if that if that is how insecure you are, you know, then you, then you, you don't need, deserve a gun. No, you just need to go and sort yourself out and sit down and be quiet, you know, yeah. while the rest of us get on with being modern. Yeah. yeah. Um, just just normal yeah now modern just a person of the 21st century yeah. not the 19th yeah and they then i hear all the kickoff over game of thrones over the rate um, game of thrones game of thrones gaming of thrones whatever and then i'm saying well holy shit you know why is that bad they've made the rape seem um seem quite horrific and and a bad act they, and it was done I thought they haven't made it titillated yeah so. I know it wasn't yeah. just a throwaway thing and then uh, you add all that so when I then heard that Joss Whedon had said something about this character in the film he'd seen the trailer and thought that was bad I thought oh it won't be it'll be alright but you know what it was sexist it she, was she didn't take her shoes off it was ridiculous she's running and around the gym. It. I know this, she's running around in high heels and that, which is fine you know look yeah. Ginger Rogers was flipping backflips and going upside down with Fred Astaire in in heels and she managed it so I'm not knocking it but it did look a bit daft and then we have uh, her character literally she's in that film uh, doing the character like um, Sam Neill played where he's a bit detached and he's all about work and the ki- and the big story arc of Jurassic Park was him warming up to those two kids and becoming a sort of father figure yeah, yeah. and then this one um, is all about her but warming to her, ne- ne- her nephews yeah, yeah. but why she got to be a career bitch uh, the the other guy was a paleo- paleontologist and he was absorbed in his work whereas with her it, she's got to be uh, it, they're sort of it's insinuating PR, that a woman yeah. who's in business has to be a complete bitch otherwise she's not going to get on uh, didn't really like that aspect didn't like the aspect that she was waiting there for him to come around and fart her knickers out yeah. otherwise she, she'd never get uh, romantic with anyone and it all seemed a bit Crap. That was a bit um, like I say, and all yeah. the only characters you had in it that you could root for was him. He was your leading man. You the the guy who was playing the the boss of the 
company he was quite a cool character oh yes and and uh, i'll say the guy in the control room who was the the joke where he's wearing the jurassic park t-shirt and she's going that's a bit sick isn't it because of what happened there and he goes well you know 150 quid on ebay or something he said didn't he um full of gags like that like i said i just wished it had been one or two more uh interesting characters in it but other than that i loved it the, the, the bad guy in it the uh the military guy uh, Habert Aspanol is somebody from, from Spain. Oh, very good. That's nice, isn't it? Uh, I didn't realise until afterwards it was Vincent D. Onofrio, whatever his name is, who was in Daredevil. He was Kingpin. Oh? Yeah. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, right, okay. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't oh. look like him, did it? No, but not at all. Because he's got air. I know. But, but yeah, but it, it was him. Oh, Christ. Yeah, that looks nothing like him. Yeah. He actually looks nothing like him. Yeah, yeah but that character was a bit cliched. He's it like your, cliched, your typical yeah. Dave, James Cameron bad guy, works for a company. And that's what I think. They always twist, twizzling his yeah, they keep things. going. They keep doing this, don't they? Where they're, they're like, um, you can't have a guy. That, that works for a company without him being a complete arsehole. Yeah. You know, it's it's been going on since it's aliens. Be booing, hissing and yeah, I know. This is this is the problem. So are we gonna get are we uh, so I'll say expected of this movie. I was expecting eight out of ten and I'll give it an eight out of ten. Really? Um, it would have been yes I say the only reason it's not one of my top movies of the year is because I didn't really like her character. I thought she was um, not exactly a great role model and um, could have done with a few more interesting characters, but I loved it. And it was the theme park thing that I wanted all along, and I yeah, loved it yeah, when the pterodactyls got yeah. loose. That was just bloody brilliant, wasn't it? Did you notice one of the uh, little shops was called Winston's? N- oh, no, I didn't. Uh, oh, that's nice, a nice, nice touch. Little touch yeah. Stan Winston, yeah. who's, who's now, yeah. Yeah. Sadly, you did all the effects in the original one. Yeah, he's a great guy. I mean, are we going to have a break now, or are we uh, going to? I'll do the expected mine. Okay. Otherwise, we'll have to do it again next week. I know. Yes, I was. Gonna, <laughs> I was waiting for that. Go yeah. On. Expected seven. Yeah. Because you know, diminishing returns and all that. Okay. Sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. Uh, yeah. Actual eight. Yeah. Okay. It was a lot of fun. Cool. Enjoyed it. Well, there you go then. A bit better than you thought then. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Well, we've got a bit more news to get on with, but I think we have one last break, and then uh, we'll be back to finish off, eh? Yeah. And uh, we have got quite a bit to get through, and there's a few more emails. If you've got anything to say about any of what we've been talking about, email in or give us some grief on Periscope or or get on Twitter, you know. They, it, 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 grief, we, we're, we're the easiest people to contact on planet Earth tonight. Yeah, this is the multimedia show. Yay. At last, the unpublishable novel is America's most controversial news film. Keith, the producer who started it all. You think my movies are dirty? How about what we did last night? And the girl caught in the middle. Last night was a private thing between us. The judge who tried to end it. Sit down, Mr. Starr. I fine you $1,000 for contempt of court. Obscenity, obscenity. As people reach for the ever-dangling string of life, it's the most curious picture of them all. In magnificent color. Obscenity, obscenity. Nothing is censored. Rated X. Very, very X. And you will never see it on television. Starburst Radio. Hang out with the editors of the world's longest-running magazine of cult entertainment, Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. till 11 p.m. 
exclusive to Fab Radio International. Starburst Magazine, issue 414. Available from a newsagent near you or download to your tablet today. And welcome back to Starburst Radio at Fab Radio International. And we're on our last little bit now. We've got a bit of news to go. One thing I forgot to say about Periscope, what is happening over the next couple of days, Zombaby, Zach oh, yeah. the Zombaby, is, is on Periscope. And you can find his, his address is Zach the Zombaby. And he does host some late night shows where he, he is uh, reviewing TV shows. He, uh, the show that he did well on the other night was um, Zombaby Watches Fox News. And he was giving his critique and, and telling people what he thought of uh, what Fox News was all about. But coming soon is a show called Ask Zombaby, where you can take your problems, whether they're relationship, emotional or whatever, any problems you've got with anything, you can ask. He's going to be like your agony aunt and you can ask Zombaby stuff and he'll try and solve your problems for you. That's going to be good. So it is. It is good. But he, um, he, it was pretty funny because within minutes of it going on, somebody just went, yes, this Zombaby fulfills the criteria of Periscope to perfection. <laughs> so, so apparently... That's what Periscope was invented for. I'm sure that's... To get uh, advice from, from living impaired children. So... It's all good. It is all good. So, here we go. We, there's a bit of more news now. You've, we've got, we've actually fulfilled our mission statement and done the review we were supposed to do. Yeah. Um, Can we go home now? Yeah. I've got to watch that film, Monkey Boy, for next week. Yeah. Yeah, no. Got to give it a review. But it's got a monkey in it. I'm happy. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, Hannibal cancelled that was a shame we've already dealt with that but yeah. there's been lots of sort of bad news James Horner but have we got any good news Martin well uh, we've got uh, an actor for Spider-Man yeah uh, she's just they're just going from Puerto Rico I'll see you later bye. thank you very much you said goodbye that's nice isn't it yeah 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 so it's uh, really throwing you all this, it, this it, other yeah. dimension yeah but they're all over the world and they're watching the saying hi and I'm getting love hearts and stuff on it yeah but well, I'm not getting nothing we so. should tune in to this then on yours and then you can see what I'm seeing <laughs> I can see it from here no you can't how can I'll you see, see it from here I'm sat opposite you yeah but you can't see right you can't see love hearts unless you really are very special because <laughs> yeah. they're not floating in midair in front of you are they no not had enough uh, you know I'm just saying you know you could see the comments then and then you go oh look this someone and it makes you feel good and that, then we just end up sitting around doing that and no one does a show well it's been a bit weird anyway this one yeah. hasn't it let's face it so Tom Holland who was the one that Sony wanted yeah. and Marvel wanted uh, Charlie Rowe to yeah. play him. So what's but, gone on there if they had a row? But I think it's wonderful that the guy who directed the original Fright Night is going to be Spider-Man. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. He's a bit You're, old, happy. But You're happy with yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't know he was he was up to it, but he's gonna look a bit it's gonna look a bit weird in that costume, isn't it? It'll be like uh you remember the old 60s Batman oh, when yeah. Alfred used to dress as Batman oh, that, that, that was excellent dear me I never got over the uh, his paunch um, Adam West I mean I'm <laughs> not a superhero in any way I do a little bit of exercise here and there but what I can just to not put weight on but god I am got a paunch like this it's like um, bloody and he's running around the street with it and it, and that costume gave it all away like do you know that happened to William Shatner in the third season of Star Trek that got a bit he dressed up as Batman no he got a bit paunchy didn't he He's, and, and that and it in that costume doesn't allow for that really and it's Just the way they sit on the chair as well exactly it makes them look fatter than I know especially in the captain's chair yes yeah. so oh so are you happy 
are you happy that this is going to go all right or not? Because it looks like Sony said, we want this guy. Marvel said, we want the other guy, Charlie Rowe. And it yeah. looks like Sony got the way. So Sony are not as powerless with it because the impression you get is Sony have just gone, okay, Marvel, please do something with Spider-Man and, and not cut us out of it completely. But it seems like they've got more control over it than yeah, you think. Yeah, because at the end of the day, they're going to be doing the standalone films. So Yeah. And I think that must have been the deal. I you know. I still I think this could still be a problem. I'm just saying because the gonna politics hit. are still there. Yeah. They're still arguing, aren't they? There's They're still be arguing. I did uh, come across some online which was uh, interesting about the uh, the Sony contract. Yeah. From when it, they first got it from Marvel in the oh, back yeah. in the day, because you know there's been all this rubbish. Is this a scoop? No. Is this the inside? Is no. this from your people on the inside? Yeah, a bit like the Independence Day thing. Yeah, that was all true. We did that last week. I know, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. And everyone, everyone was going, ooh, you don't know yet. Yeah, we, we did, we, we actually. Broke. Yeah, we broke it. Um, but anyway... The... We break a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do. Uh, but part of their contract, you saw the stuff in uh, that's come out about the, the new comics with Miles Morales is going to be the, yeah. the main Spider-Man. Yes. And when Tom Holland was announced, oh, God, he's not black. You know. Oh well, you know my thoughts and all that. Yeah. It's a load of people. You spent all this time by trying to get the rights back to Spider-Man, yeah. and everybody knows, like Clark Kent is Superman. Everybody knows Peter Parker Spider-Man. Why would you go to all that trouble and then try to introduce a completely different character? Yeah, it's nonsense. And I said it was nonsense, and I said it was a it was a load of crap, and it was. And but, I don't understand why everybody went for that. But apparently, the nonsense. The original contract stipulates that it's got to be Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be Spider Man. It, it must be white and heterosexual. Yeah. So you know, and, and all the thing about what, heterosexual. Yeah, yeah. They stipulate that. Oh. We, so aren't we living in enlightened times? Yeah. So, and he's not allowed to sort of like be seen doing drugs or selling drugs or something. Uh, I guess the character the character never really went down that route in the comics. You no. know, you have some of them like Tony Stark became an alcoholic, but they've never really had him do any dodgy no, stuff. He, he really. was the uh, the everybody, wasn't he? So. Yeah, shagged a midget though. Did he? <laughs> he did. It was when Doctor Octopus. Well, you know when it was the Superior Spider-Man comic book. Oh, Doc right, Ock had yeah. took over. He hooked up with. Oh, sorry, a little person. Um, he he hooked did up with a little person. Did T-Rex impressions? They, no, didn't do a T-Rex impression. But they, and it's a really cool character. She is a great character in it. Yeah, um, I think it's Anna Marconi. I think her name is in it. Brilliant. But yeah, he was giving her a bit of a scene too. And then uh, Aunt May came round to me. Oh, got to meet your girlfriend. And she wasn't that happy. And she just said... Did um, she look down on her? She, yeah, she did, actually. That's really funny, that. Have you got a load of these, have you? <laughs> yeah. I'm here all week. And, um, he, uh, and she just went, oh, uh, when she put the meal in front of uh, Aunt May, she just went, oh, Peter, yes, this is an interesting choice, isn't it? Talking not about the meal, talking about her. And then, and then Dr. Octopus, in the head of Peter Parker, had a big row with Aunt May about her being a little bit, um, a bit prejudiced. And it, it was a bit odd. I'm just saying. Anyway, there you go. No, that's, I that's bet that's not going to turn up in this Spider-Man movie. That's for certain. I, um, I think it should be to get Peter Dinklage to do it. Yeah, but uh, shall we uh, do these few emails quickly? Yeah, go on. Yeah, before we don't want to not run out of time. Kirsty, the most overrated actor by anyone's country mile must be you and McGregory. He can only play a version of himself from Train Spotting in every single weary film he has made. Yep, and get his willy out. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Do you? 
I don't like him that much. Uh, he's all right, but I, I don't... a lot of people do like him. I didn't mind him in, in the Star Wars films. I thought he was okay. He, um, he, he, he worked you know. into it. it the, yeah. uh, the first one, he was just doing the impression. Oh, yeah, he was. He was he was saying, blast into space and yeah, all that sort yeah. of dialogue. But, but yeah. he, he eased into it. Yeah. Kelly F saying, you have to come and visit Jimmy B's Beach Bar in St. Pete's. Can you say hello to my friend, Jamos? Jamos? Is that right? She is listening with me. Hello. Is that how you pronounce it? Jamos. Or hello. Jamos. But anyway, so, I'm, I'm sure you're lovely anyway. Um, oh, and a comment here on Periscope, especially when Obi was high on heroin yeah and, and diving in the toilet <laughs> oh bloody hell that was horrible that wasn't it Kirsty, are you based in media city salford manchester no we're based right in the center of manchester you couldn't be any more center than we are we are manchester one we are right in the middle and we're just across the road from the wonderful fab cafe which if you are in manchester you need to come and visit because it's it, it's good um, and Mount is on he's saying hello hey. far be it for me to be pedantic but Costa Rica is broadly the setting for Jurassic Park slash world and Puerto Rico is about 12 1,200 miles away as the pterodactyl flies goodbye Mountie yep Fair that's enough. me that's me completely sorted out in and out sorted um, out yeah that's quite a distance that <laughs> oh look I, I just you know thought it was South America <laughs> John Close, I thought I would give you a nice, easy question for the last 30 minutes of your show. Is there such a thing, I wonder? Uh, what is the future of films? <laughs> yeah, that's that's really... that that. Oh, we can... They can oh, answer gosh, that that's easy. A, that's a big yeah. one, that, isn't it? A nice, easy question. Uh, the future of films. Uh, right, are you talking about formats or are you talking about actual what films are going to be like are they going to get darker are they going to become more um, accessible or are they going to get more exclusive or inclusive or or what that's the question I suppose isn't it I mean to, we, we've pretty much seen that the format of it is going to end up just for collectors isn't it when yeah. you are buying a film like a Blu-ray and it's actual physical I think that it'll only be movie buffs who end up buying yeah. them and I think there's going to be less of them available I think they're going to be like vinyl aren't they yeah it, um, it's getting that way you're getting yeah. more elite films yeah absolutely yeah, out, don't, which I is don't, great for us yeah of course yeah yeah. Uh, you know as we keep mentioning Arrow oh, yeah. Eureka play, I love people that like that are, are bringing out films that you would not imagine to well, get well I like having a little library mate, yeah I like know. I like seeing some on yeah, my shelf I like a little library of, of stuff because you you can't beat that and and I like it at home. I've got a nice room where you just go in and I like walking along and having a look at them on the shelf and go, oh, I fancy that bang. It's a lot different than scrolling through a playlist on, yeah, on your computer absolutely. and then clicking it. But having said that, you know, I do get that not everybody's got a lot of room and it, it does take up a lot of room when you get start by collecting films. Yeah. So I get that it. I mean, your ideal is that you have loads and loads of films in the digital format that you can watch whenever you want, and your special movies you buy and yeah. keep in a big yeah, box. That's fair set. enough. Yeah, um, that's worth it. But future of films, um, I, I think we're just stuck. There I with, think with, with remakes and yeah, shit like that. I think you're right, but I think there's a bit of a kickback coming. And if you want my absolute um, prediction for this year, I think with Star Wars coming out at Christmas, I think that. Um, at Christmas, beyond there, I think sci-fi films are going to sort of make a bit of a renaissance. They're going to come back, and I think superhero movies are going to sort of lose steam at that yeah. point because they, they you can only keep pumping away uh, at 
at this for so long and we've had now what 10 you know, get approaching a decade now of of this experiment with the wider big marvel universe and all the other movies i think dc are gonna come unstuck yeah, I they, think they've joined the party too late. Yeah, absolutely. And I think yeah. I think that by even if they do put a product out that's pretty good, I think by the time they get their Justice League and everything else sorted, I think the interest in superhero movies will wane a little bit. I do think that the big breakthrough of superhero movies has squeezed out sci-fi, and I do think that a lot of perfectly good sci-fi movies have have just failed to register much at the box office, and you, you're talking like it might not have been amazing, but a film like Oblivion with uh, Tom Cruise, that with that soundtrack and that aesthetic and all that, that, that might have um, got you you know, 500, 600 mil at the box office about 10 years ago, but now it just came and went and just about covered its cost, didn't it? I don't know. Yeah, it's... it's. But it's I a big question, that. You I know. think it's an amazingly big question. Uh, and we've got loads of people on my, my Periscope thing's gone up now. How many have you got? We've got 15, loads of... Uh, oh, you've got more than me now. That's no good. That's 20. bad. I'm failing. You're That's failing me. Jerry, You're failing me. He's beating me. Jerry Anderson TV's watching us. What's Jerry Anderson TV? Who's that? Who's that? That's that's. It's not. Is that Jamie? Yeah, probably would be. Yeah. Is it? Oh, hello. Yeah, behave. He says. Behave. That's I'm, true. Be, I'm being very, very good. It's a good job he didn't hear my comments about Leicester earlier on. Um, <laughs> not about events. I'm talking about having the, a wander around for a location, night out. Yeah. Oh yes. My God! Yeah, I said I stand by what I said. You can get rescued from Everest if you're at base camp. I am stranded. Please come and get me. And a helicopter comes. You should be able to do that with Lester. You just phone up nine nine nine. I'm in Lester. Right, we're coming for you. Yeah, we've, we're we've got the team you. already. Yeah, there. we're on. We're scrambling. We're on our way. <laughs> just try and survive till we get there, and don't and don't stand near that car park because <laughs> that's going to go any minute. That is serious going to go. Anyone who goes to Leicester, just if, if you get a picture of that car park, um, send it to me. I'll, I'll send you a copy of the mag for free or something. Because <laughs> you're so brave. I'll, Obviously, I'll it's all gone that. down now. We're at 12. Oh, you've uh, just... It's you've, content. You've, you've lost the people. I know. So, well, look, we're running out of time now. So, uh, a quick one. Uh, Matthew Vaughan, suddenly out of... Uh, while he's uh, awaiting... Um, Girl, things about the future with January drones and stuff. Uh, he decides he's going to do two more kick-ass movies at a point when it's pretty much everyone thought it was dead and dusted. He mm. said he's going to do a prequel that gets it back on track, and then he's going to do Kick-Ass Three, which um, Kick-Ass Three wasn't too bad. Uh, kick-Ass Two, in comic book terms, that was a, always going to be a difficult one to do. I thought now. Why he's done that, I've no idea, but I'm just thinking that maybe Mad Men has finished. So January Drones, who uh, he had a kid with, who, um, and he did have a kid with. Yep. And if you want to no say, allegedly. yeah, oh, there's no allegedly. I know he did. Um, he had sexual intercourse while they were making X Men First Class. She got pregnant, and then his wife found out, and she January Drones decided, oh, I'm not going to tell anyone who the, the uh, father is. And I'm going to deal with it on my own, but now Mad Men has finished. Ooh, maybe Matthew Vaughn needs to um, prepare for some sort yes, of... Uh, uh, get his hands in his yeah, pocket. Yeah, I think he might have to. So, yeah, he's, he, I think the kick-ass movies might help him if they turn out all right, but they did have to do better than the second one because that didn't get very well received, did it? It was rubbish. I wouldn't say rubbish. It That's was, harsh. It was rubbish. There were some bits of it that were all right. 
But that rape gag was really lame, wasn't it? There's a lot in it that was really lame. That, that rape gag. Do you remember one of the most questionable things I said about Happy Home Invaders I wanted to do? Mm. And that Chris was outraged yet. And that gag is the gag. <coughs> so what are we? What have we got time for? We're pretty much out of time now, I aren't we? I think we're pretty much out, uh, yeah. Well, we, the battery lasted on Periscope. Yeah, we've and you've got two... two f- Speeds for unbelievable! It's, uh, I'm such exposure. You I know. know you've More. not been that, this exposed since that day. You got your pants off in Gotham. That is not true. That that, that is absolutely not true. And, and he don't mean Gotham like the city either. No, it's a it's a, a rather nice establishment that we shouldn't have really been. He, he shouldn't have been behaving like that. That's all <laughs> I know. But uh, yeah, I think uh, we're we're kind of out of time now. So. See, people can see me doing stuff now. Yeah, that's no good. So yes, that is the music. It means it's it's time to go. So every bye bye everybody on Periscope. Bye bye everyone. I've been Mike. He's been Martin, and we'll see you next week. Listening to Starburst Radio, the greatest radio show in the universe. Every Wednesday, 9 p.m. until 11 p.m. Exclusive to Fab Radio International.